Hey guys, welcome to our podcast where it has to be said. My name is Elvis. And I'm Denise. Babe, let's talk. We haven't spoken in two weeks now? Yeah, this, yeah, this, yeah, yeah. We have a lot to talk about. We have good, positive energy. We're excited to talk. He's lying, first of all. His shirt right now says it all. Nope, not today. Not I, right now. I didn't even realize. <sighs> yeah, Elvis has been like in a funk today. Really? So I was like, yeah, I told you I was going to shout you out. Yeah. Anyways, so it's funny because I, I don't know if you've noticed it, but since we started the podcast, you know, things has been going good with us. But the more you talk about how well we communicate, a little, it's been a little challenging the past two weeks. Not that we've been arguing crazy, but the time that we usually have to kind of sit and talk, we haven't really been like intentional with taking that time to like have one on one. I don't know if you noticed. I didn't notice, but thank you for letting me know in front of everybody. <laughs> no, I'm just saying like it's just been crazy the past. No, two weeks. I just think we've been very busy. I mean, uh, our agenda has been like, you know, back to back doing a whole bunch of stuff. Um, birthday, which got canceled thanks to COVID. Yeah, I had uh, COVID, so that's why we didn't record the first. Well, originally, even without COVID, I don't think we were going to be able to record. Yeah, because you preached Because I was supposed to preach Good Friday. Then we had Adina's birthday that Saturday. So I wasn't going to ideally be able to. Like, I wasn't in the headspace for that. But then I got COVID anyway, so that was like the easiest way to get out of like recording. Um, and then this week we're shooting. Yeah. Plus I had um, episode. some renovations for the house, mm-hmm. for the lawn and the backyard, uh, getting ready for summer slash spring, my trip to Puerto Rico, uh, my job that all of a sudden I usually work from home and then I'm back to back going to a facility to help Honestly, in a big project. I think that's the problem. He's not used to having to be out. And for two days straight, he had to be, and it's like crisis for him. Yeah, almost. babe, but it was a whole bunch of different responsibilities, too, because I had to make sure that the grass seeds were getting water well, that, after I passed that all that work. That project was a you project. Absolutely. The grass would have been fine. No, it wouldn't. Yes, it would have. No. you. He's the one that wanted to reseed, and, or if that's the proper term. like Reseeding. Yeah, he wanted to do all that. When he could have just left it at was, and it would have flourished. The whole point <laughs> is it has been very crazy. Uh, we've both been involved in a whole bunch of different things. Um, More than me. But here we are. And, you know, I think we have a lot to talk about. We still have a big agenda of things that we want to talk about. Um, but we, we kind of have, like, a subject or idea of what we want to talk about, right? Well, today I wanted really to talk about, like, what exactly has to be said, you know, because our podcast is called It Has to Be Said, right? So it kind of gives the idea that we're going to talk about anything and everything. Yeah. But the reality is, is that, you know, like relationships, anything in life, I feel like the point of us coming together is to talk about diverse things, but also things that are going to be fruitful. Right. So like even us talking about the past of our relationship or even bringing the little tit for tats that we do have on a daily basis is not to showcase or kind of make each other feel bad, but more of a of a way to bring positive light that kind of normalize that situations happen and how can we grow and get past those situations? Yeah. 
right? Because I think sometimes now in society, everyone has an opinion about everything. Everybody has something to say. Everybody, but the problem is that everyone thinks they're right. Yeah, everybody's right. I think that's the problem now with society, like society, relationships, everybody is like, everyone's right in their own way. You don't hear anyone ever saying I'm wrong or I was wrong. Is everything is my way or kind of the highway kind of message now. Yeah. And I think what sparked that conversation was because we did see a video this week circulating on social, or I saw it on social media because I have TikTok, um, of like a Easter production done at a church. And initially I was like, oh, let's talk about that. But then I was telling Elvis downstairs, I'm like, I don't want to necessarily talk about it because then I kind of come off like judgmental. I just feel like there's so many podcasts you know, or YouTubers or or even social media that are easily, um, they just want to judge everybody, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, this pastor or this leader said one thing incorrectly or... Or uh, several. They, or, or they did a mistake yeah. or, right? Um, one of the churches that you like, right? What is it? Stephen... Uh, I love Stephen Frederick. Frederick, you know, there's, this YouTube channel just to criticize his preaching, right? And I feel like a lot of times we, and I don't want to justify what, what this guy was doing on his on his sermon or whatnot, but I feel like a lot of times we just are very fast to just criticize and point fingers, right? And, and we don't see necessarily the good things that they're doing, right? Um, how many people are, uh, are coming to Christ? Mm-hmm. How many people are becoming disciples? How many people are getting healed? How many people are getting to know who Christ is in their life, right? Um, or even different resources, right? Because when you talk about a mega church like that, there's also employment opportunity as well. So I feel like I'm not saying, oh, we're going to talk all positive, but I just don't want to talk all positive and I don't want to talk all negative, right? Yeah. I feel like you should take the good and throw away the bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think it's kind of like what would it bring for me to go and bring down another person who claims to be a believer. Mm-hmm. Like, what am I getting out of bringing that person down, right? I, I saw comments that people were like, you know, he's an idiot. Like, just like even harmful words, like mean words. And yeah. I'm like, how is that? Like, I get you don't agree with somebody, but how is, is bringing na- them down. name calling, bringing that person down gonna really deliver a message of you know hey maybe you should reconsider your actions that's not gonna bring anything if anything that's gonna push you away from wanting to receive any type of advice or criticism from that person you know and like i mean steven i love steven furtick i haven't heard one of his sermons in a minute but um yeah there's certain things he says but he does minister very good we're not gonna deny it he he does minister very good, and a lot of people judge him because also, you know, his dress code and whatnot, yeah. and, or, or the way he speaks sometimes. Or even and his house. Not. People have his criticized house. his house. Yeah, but that doesn't make any I'm sense like, because you live for the gospel, and you should be able to reap the benefit. And, and have, I, having a big yeah. house, having a, a, a beautiful car, having a beautiful family, uh, taking care of your teeth, right? Uh, doing whatever operations you need to do to take care of yourself, then amen to that too, mm-hmm. right? Because... Man, we are so easy to judge, right? Yep. And we do not know what we would do if we were in their same footsteps. We don't. I agree. And the Bible does say que cada obrero es digno de su salario. Like, 
every labor is is worthy of their of labor of the fruit of their labor and i feel like if you're full time in ministry there should be some recompensation i can now i can't speak english <laughs> yo you know there should be some form of compensation for that absolutely like, um being a pastor is not easy no. because you do one single mistake as a pastor, as a leader. That's it. And that's it. You were always Crucify a wolf. <laughs> yeah, you were always horrible. You know, you were never good. I knew this guy. There was something funny on him. Listen, oh, he I never liked him anyway. Or I never liked her anyway. Yeah. And it's like you got to take the good. And, and ignore the bad, right? Because everything's available to you. Everything's accessible. But just retain what's good of the, of, of those people. And I think that applies to any form of relationship. Because even like Stephen, like there's certain things he'd be saying in his sermons that I'm like not crazy for. I remember one time I heard him preach and he said like, oh, um, he has the spirit of Olivia Pope, right? So she's from a show named called Scandal and, you know. She's having an affair with the president. Like, why would I want that spirit of Olivia Pope over me? You know what I mean? Yeah. But that doesn't mean I'm going to discard everything else he said because he actually had good I think he just wants to be relatable word. more than yeah, anything I know. else. And, and, and I think a lot of people are going to take it. To, oh, he's twisting the word. This now he No, he was trying to be re relatable for you to understand the, the message he was giving. Yep. And that's it. And I feel like... You know, there is, and again, we're not justifying things because there is certain things that sometimes people kind of get out of hand. And I think the service was kind of out of hand. But at the same time, it was kind of amazing because I could imagine the work that they did to actually to be able to do that service. Did I agree with it? Absolutely not. But that's not my church. You know, I, I don't participate in anything there. Mm -hmm. So who am I to even judge? Yeah. Or to even point fingers now if I had family member or friend in that church, you know, it would be a little bit different. To an extent. I mean, because at the end of the day, it's like, what were you going to do if you were a member of that church? Just be wise. I will tell them to be wise, right? Because we don't have to agree with everything that yeah. was going on there, right? So I think it's good that we do have a conversation. Not to explode it in social media, because if you go on YouTube now, that's the first thing that pops up and yep. stuff like that. But that pastor also has a lot of good messages as well, but he also has some drastic ones as well. Mm -hmm. uh, and, you know, a lot of times, sometimes they do this also for attention to grow the platform and have more followers and stuff. I don't know why they did what they did. I wouldn't not done it that way. But, you know, who am I to judge, right? Because they're also doing a lot of good work. Yeah, and I think it's that, um, you know, we want to be relatable, right? I think that um, there's something beautiful about connecting with people mm -hmm. and having that empowered feeling of, oh, me too, or, wow, that message really spoke to me, you know. But the problem is that, you know, when it comes to sharing the gospel, we can't twist what's already in the gospel. And I think... We're in times now where everybody wants to apply the word of God to fit their agenda, to fit their form, to fit their habits. And I think that's where the danger lies is that, and I'm not saying necessarily in a pastoral level, but I'm just saying as, as believers in general, we want to fit or sugarcoat the word to take it out of context to make it fit what we like, right? So maybe for me, perfect example, uh, or not a perfect example, but like just an example, right? Maybe to one person, um, it's okay to have 
you know, mo like the my whole ear, all of it pierced, right? And to somebody else is not, right? So the person that prefers piercings all over is going to find things in the word that kind of align to fitting that, right? Yeah. So I think that's where it kind of becomes tricky. S same thing comes to tattoos, different piercings. Uh, Drinking. Uh, how um, we dress. And, and, you know, I think... Relationships. At the end of the day, you have your relationship with God. Yeah. And let the Holy Spirit direct you and to do what's going to keep you saved, right? Because at the end of the day, we want our salvation, mm -hmm. right? That we're able to be saved. Even if it's the last day, we're able to go with God, mm -hmm. right? And and if you not having this extra earring or this tattoo or long hair mm -hmm. or not dressing in, in, in pants, it's going to, on your own self and with God, your relationship is going to guarantee a salvation, then do it. Mm -hmm. Do what you have to do. Yeah. If it's not doing it or doing it, then just do what you have to do to be saved. Yeah. Yeah, it goes back to that verse. Every, todo me licito. Everything is available, available to be, pero no todo me conviene. Not everything benefits me. So yeah. it's kind of like as you learn, and I think that's common for people who first come to God, they think, oh, I got to stop smoking. I got to stop doing this. I got to stop doing that. No, you just come as you are. And little by little, God starts working in you and making you feel like, you know what? This is not the style like I want to keep anymore. Like even like Ariel, you know, he was he was here a few episodes ago and he spoke about mm -hmm. that. He didn't have that pressure at the church of having to change your meeting. He came with hair like probably no lie, like as long as mine, remember? Mm -hmm. And little by little, he started changing that outward appearance after he was already doing some internal work. And, you know, that's the beauty of having a genuine relationship with, with Christ is that you learn of the things that don't benefit you. Yeah, I think you got to develop um, a relationship with God. That's how you really... You know, a lot of people ask us, yo, how do you follow God? How do you build a relationship? I think it's over time. And mm -hmm. I was telling you that uh, the other day I was so stressed out with work and everything that was going on around me that in the middle of the night, I, I just couldn't sleep. And I was thinking about so much stuff of work and about everything that I have to do. I have yeah. to do this, this and that. Like that. And, and I was like, God, just take away all these thoughts. And I just want to think about you, God, like. Forget about everything else. Less of me and more of you, God. Like, I don't want thoughts about work, or about family, about house, about what I have to do. I just want to be in your presence because I know that in your presence, I get to rest. Yep. And I get to enjoy the presence of God. And I think that when you're in that relationship with God, that you get to that point where you have a need to want to be in the presence of mm -hmm. God, not only on Sundays, not only on church, but but even in the podcast. Well, we can even say, yo, God, just just take control, mm -hmm. right? We we want you to do with us what you want us to do, yeah. right? We're, we're here, we're at your disposal saying, listen, we're here to do what you want us to do. And I think that that's something beautiful when you get in that relationship with God where everything else is good, but everything else doesn't really matter at the same time because what's important is God. And I think when we focus on that, everything else kind of gets aligned mm -hmm. in what God wants us to do. Yeah. And, you know, it's kind of, it's funny that you say that part because it's like, you know, there's celebrities that have it all and still are unhappy, right? So it goes to show that 
you can have everything going good for you materialistically and in every aspect of your life. But when you don't have that connection with God, it it, it always going to feel like something's missing yeah. or that there's something more you have to do. There's always that, right? Sometimes people don't know exactly that it's like, oh, it is God that I need in my life until they come to finding him and understanding that. But there's people that go all their life chasing around, trying to find that thing. And this is the thing, right? So it's kind of like when we talk about it has to be said, yeah, we're going to talk about different things. But if anyone can just hear that a clip and say, you know, oh, that's the thing that I've been missing this whole time. I'm satisfied with that. Like, Me too. you know, some some girl uh, messaged us on IG and was talking about, like, how do you know? Um, if you're hearing God, right? And, you know, so I sent her the verse about, um, you know, whatever's not- notable, whatever's true, whatever's praiseworthy. Like, when you hear those things, that's what matters. And I think when it comes to, um, you know, back to what we were saying earlier about seeing things on social media that are, or hearing messages and sermons that may not align to what you believe or feel like should be done at a church is making sure that what we say is something that's praiseworthy, that is pure, that is good, right? Because we got to watch what we say, Yeah. right? Not about, not that we're not entitled to have an opinion, not that we're not entitled to express ourselves, but think about what benefit is speaking out going to do. If any. If any, right? If I, Because sometimes we, you know, we, we're so quick to, oh, I got to get it on my chest, right? Or because... I hurt this person or this person felt away the truth hurt. So I have to say, no, sometimes you just don't have to quiet. Sometimes you got to stay quiet and guard what you say, you know? So, um, I did have like a verse. I had like a few verses about watching your mouth. One of them is in Proverbs 13, three. It says careful words make for a careful life. Careless talk may ruin everything. Mm. Like watch what you say. Yeah. Like you couldn't really mess up your life. Any, I think anywhere, wherever you are, anything with anybody, um, I think, I, I think especially as Christians, yeah, we have to think about what we say because we're ministering with everything we do, mm-hmm. right? Because the people around us, probably people don't even know that you're a believer, right? Yeah, and when they do realize that you are a believer, they're either gonna one a say. Oh man, you're a believer. I can't believe it because of the way you behaved all this time. Or B, number two, oh man, I knew that it had had to be something because you were so positive. You would always show love. You would always mm-hmm. show words of encouragement. You were always so solution oriented because that's the way we should yeah. do in a daily basis where you're that key person either in work, in school, wherever you at. Where I know I could go to this person and they'll either have good answers for me, mm-hmm. they're healing me, they'll give me good words of encouragement, they'll give me good advice. But if we're not that person, then we kind of have to examine ourselves, right? And you could be the quietest person in the room, right? Yeah. Because there's people that are shy and that are little of words, right? Those people don't have to talk all the time, but you being there and listening is sufficient. Mm-hmm. Right, because you could be somebody of short words, and I don't want to talk right now, and just leave. Instead, you could be a little bit of short words, and you just say, "Okay," and just listen. Yeah, you know who's short words, and but we love so much. Who Isaac? 
Oh, yeah. He doesn't talk much. He don't say too much. But you just like being around him. He's humble. He's blessed. And, and you know the crazy part? When he does talk, we're like, <laughs> what he's going to say, right? Because he doesn't really talk as much. Yeah. So when he does, I'm like, I want to make sure I don't miss out, right? Yeah. Because anything he says is going to be of value to me. And, and it's crazy because he does listen. Like, everybody around us could be talking, and he's like, and then he just says, you got this, bro. Like, that's it. He wouldn't even say anything else. So, we love you, Isaac. Yeah. I think it's important to kind of just be mindful of the things we say, right? Yeah. Being mindful of, of how we respond to things um, before saying something that's going to be destructive, not constructive, and just... You know, and also kind of taint your heart, too, because sometimes what we say kind of can and, damage us, too, and, and, and it's, I, it's, it's not good. And I think we got to get closer to God. Yeah. I think the closer you get to God, you don't want to do any damage to anybody mm -hmm. because you're closer to love. And that's what we all are looking for, right? That's what we said in yeah. the last episode. We all ultimately are looking for love. And I think that the more we experience love in our own life, right, and healing, uh, the more we want to give it to others. And I think that when chaos is going around us, it's just a, the, 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 the train of life that's just rushing and rushing. Sometimes we got to get disconnected from social media, get disconnected from TV, get disconnected from anything that is distracting you, mm -hmm. and just go back to the basics. Put some worship music. Look for the Word of God. Or even if you don't want to read just put some worship music and just start praising God. Start just uh, walking in your house, just cleaning and just mm -hmm. talking to God. And I feel like when you do that and you disconnect from everything that's going on, right? Because everything you see outside is just bad news. Yep. I think you kind of recharge your battery and you kind of forget of everything that was going on bad in your life. Yep. And we need to do that like all the time, not in a daily basis, but I would say that we have to be consistent with that. I mean, I think you should do it on a daily basis. But the reality is that the constant doing and rush of life, sometimes we kind of, you know, it's we neglect, right? Yeah. It's not like there's some people that are disciplined that are, you know, wake up and pray every day, read the Bible every day, you know, do those those things routinely. While there's others that may struggle because they get so caught up in the day. But it's kind of like finding that time in your day to kind of like pause, mm -hmm. breathe, you know, meditate. And it, it's going to look different. Like even for this morning, um, you know, the whole ride down to take Alina, um, I was like blasting worship music, like, but like I was going in. Yeah. So I know whoever was probably seeing me, they're like, oh, she's jamming. But I was, but like to worship music. And it just felt so good to kind of like just sing and, you know. It's peace. It was. It just felt really good. It, it's great. Which I'm always, I feel like I'm always listening to. I'm doing this no, shit and I'm always playing music. It's a different level when you're like, man, you're like when like I started in, in the gym the other day and I just had worship music. I'm like, man, people probably think that I'm like listening to reggaeton and stuff. <laughs> and I'm over here listening to Rick Pino, like some crazy, yeah. like, you know, spontaneous music. Hallelujah, hallelujah. I'm like, oh, and I'm running and I'm running <laughs> with this music. And it's like, because that just takes me in a zone where... Yeah. Everything around me, like, it doesn't matter what I see. The only thing that matters is what I hear. And when I'm in that moment with God, 
everything else doesn't even matter anymore. And I feel like we got to learn how to be like that a little bit more every mm-hmm. time with God, right? Because the closer we get to God, the closer we are going to get to what we want in our life. Because we're going to have a clearer picture of what God wants us to do in our life. Yeah. So I, I think that's the biggest takeaway of, you know, just being fixed on Jesus. And I think that, like I always said, the closer you are to looking for God and the more focused you are in God, the less of what's going on around you bothers. You yeah. know, so if you're seeing stuff on social media like we have um, or hearing things that maybe not be the best news, if you're going through things that might not be the best or ideal times in your life now, shift your focus on Jesus and you can see that with little by little how nothing else you're experiencing, nothing else you're hearing is going to matter. Yeah. Because you're going to be so in tune with him that you you have that peace that like surpasses all understanding. I agree. And let's not judge mm-hmm. others, right? We see a video here, we see a video there, or, or we're, we're even in the service where somebody does a mistake. You know, we could do that mistake too. And, and it's okay to talk about it, right? Yeah, that's fine. To to cuz you to get discernment and be like, "Hey, like what do you think?" you know, but let's be mindful of what we say. Yeah. Um where it doesn't come off as judging or kind of tearing down that person's who that person is, yeah, you know. Yeah, because then the outside people also see it like this is why I don't go to church. Christians tearing so, down Christians. So yeah. it justifies their reason and, and I would have to agree with them because it does justify their reason. Why would you want to go to a place that is supposed to be to restore me when I'm going to go over there and they're just going to break me down. They're going to yeah. like tear me apart. If they're judging somebody with that standard, imagine me that I'm from yeah. outside. So I think we just have to be merciful and, and you know, what would God do? What would Jesus do? Elvis really pulled that. Yeah. Yeah. Be a little bit more like him. Ah, so we all started on a positive note, and we're going to end on a positive <laughs> note, right? <laughs> no, no, no. Se te fue, se te fue. Yeah, man. I, I feel like every time you talk about God, about Jesus, you're like, everything goes away. Yeah. Happiness, you know, and good thing we're sitting down here talking because we haven't sat down in a minute. Week, and I yeah. missed it. So Aww. said I missed recording. <laughs> <laughs> I took it as you missed me, but... <laughs> You've been with me all this time. Whatever. Yeah, we have been. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Oh, good talk, babe. It was. So, it had to be said. And it was said. Take care, guys. Bye.